Okay. Uh, okay. Come on. Seats. I don't really want to sort of freak you out, but that's supposed to be my seat. Yeah. Does it matter? Show notes. Come on, well, I'd, I'd rather sit in there. I'd rather sit in there, please. Wellington deck. Yeah, but the crew want us to sit in there. The crew's Nathan, one person. Nathan? Yeah. Where are we supposed to sit? Do you, do you want to move? Because the show notes are there, aren't they? Yeah, John could sit Because I put the show notes. That's all right. Oh, fine, mate. That suits you, does it? Yeah, that's, that's better. Thanks, yeah. yeah. Just, that's better, yeah. how we laid out stuff. It's just the notes you, are there. You, 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 couldn't, you couldn't do that? No, we can't. Right, that's we fine. Can't, yeah. it's, well, no, no, don't worry about it. That's fine. Thank you. Thank you, Mike. <clears throat> right. You up with that now? Yeah, you have messed these have up a bit. Hang on a minute. That's good, Hang on. Yeah, that'll do. Merry Is, Christmas. Merry Christmas. Thanks for the, uh, the Christmas outfit. Do you well. like it? Do you know how much that cost me? If it's more than three quid, you've been ripped off. Five ninety-nine. You've been ripped off. This time of year, it's important to spend on those people around you. And like we said last time, we have one rule here, and that is... Don't, Don't skim on Christmas. Christmas. We've done the message. Let's move on to the Christmas highlights of the year. Why have you got a hat on? I have. Oh, I have you know, you... You made me wear a hat. Hang so on, you hang on. Your hat on. Hang on. You, it's in your pants. Just warming myself up, or no? Just warming myself up. How's that? Better. Thanks. It's time for the three greatest Christmas stories of the year, 2018. So without further ado, let's delve into the Christmas sack of mystery and intrigue and find out this year's top three already documented Christmas paranormal stories. Thank you for clapping. Thank you. Retired carpenter Jerry Battle, 61, from Palace Skenry, County Limerick, claims he was walking home after two Christmas drinks with a pal when the real-life E.T. struck. Intrigued, Mike? Mm. Yeah. During the experience, he says he was paralysed, came face-to-face -face with a cone-headed extraterrestrial and travelled to the North Pole in the blink of an eye. He also recalled being warned of Earth's impending doom during the encounter on December 26, 2001, as he walked home from the Seven Sisters pub in Kildimo. point Kildimo. out that that isn't, traditionally, the 26th of December is not Christmas Day. It's celebrated differently in Ireland. Don't mock other people's culture because you don't understand it. This is about acceptance, this podcast. If they want to have Christmas Day on the 26th, they can. When they have Boxing Day? On the 26th. After being drawn towards a bright white light... When's Christmas Eve got of interest? 26th. After being drawn by a bright white light, Jerry remembers finding himself aboard a spacecraft with about 40 others, all in a subdued state, standing motionless like statues. He told the Limerick Post they were all male of different age groups, all standing shoulder to shoulder like mannequins. Now, this is something we've seen in a lot of alien abduction cases. People are taken on board and there are other people, humans, on board. That's something we all know. But do well, you want... We don't know that, do we? Yeah, we do. That's something other people say. Yeah. yeah. Oh, this, I mean, this has got all the hallmarks to me of a bloke getting ratted down a pub mm. and then ended up on a bus with a bunch of other ratted blokes. You may think so, but follow me further into my maze of intrigue, Mike. I remember one man next to me wearing a Colombo-style coat and hat. We were all in a state of paralysis. I could just point out, anyone under the age of 44, uh, Colombo was a fictional American detective 
frequently wore like a long tan or camel coloured overcoat. Mm. I've seen better days. Yeah, Play- yeah, glass eye. Yeah, played by an actor called Peter Falk. Peter Falk. The next thing I remember floated into another bigger chamber with a 360-degree viewing deck. It was then... You saw Kojak. I saw an extraterrestrial. He was bald-headed. Was he bald-headed and sucking a lolly? I couldn't tell how big he was or even if he had arms or legs. All I remember is his big cone head and his beautiful ginormous eyes. Do you use the word ginormous? Yeah. Because that's only him and one member have ever used that word. Yeah. So that's two people. That's fantastic. They were jet black, almost like mirrors. He spoke to me through telepathy and said... Mirrors are jet black. Ever heard of a TV show called Black Mirror? I rest my case. He spoke to me through telepathy and said, you are not terrified like the others. No, I'm not. Should I be? Asked Jerry. You almost went into a really bad Irish accent then, didn't you? you I wouldn't you, do that. because You that, toyed with it. That's as you bad. You toyed with it. No, the no. no you did was like a real sort of Finnegan's Rainbow I would not do that because joke that, hack that, Irish accent. That is like Terry Wogan doing a Welsh accent if he was talking to me. That is disrespectful. Hmm. I would not do that. Do an Irish accent, go on. Is that, is that, is, is that, that racist, me? Is that... I, I mean, I think once, once the editorial team t- gives us a little... Yeah, OK. The alien then quizzed the Limerick grandfather about what he'd like to see. The North Pole came as instant reply. In the blink of an eye, they were transported to the North Pole, which Jerry says was like driving through a snowstorm at 500 miles an hour. He admits that anyone he's revealed to this fantastical story thinks he was drunk at the time, but he claims, I'd only had two pints. Of what? Weak lager. Mm-hmm. Mike, what, what did you get for Christmas this year? Uh, I got some, what my nan would have called smellies. Mm-hmm. And I, they, I imagine, were top of the range smellies. They weren't sort of the cheaper ones. Because Proper Avon smellies, like your, no, no mission room. Your family, they don't... Skim. ...on Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, don't go buy, like, a £10 bottle of aftershave when you can buy, like, an £80 bottle of aftershave. Yeah. yeah. If someone has bought you cheaper bath goods... Just throw it at them. Throw it, but do it in front of them. And just say you see just, this. Just we'll act it out now. Give me like a, a nine ninety nine bottle actually. Well, that's a bottle of water there. Thanks, mate. Oh, that's lovely. That's oh, oh, my eyes. It's like animal testing. Don't skimp on Christmas. Oh, you're right, actually, mate. I might have lost my eyesight, but I've learned a lesson there. See. Don't skimp on Christmas. Coming up, it's the second story in our podcast bonanza. Some of the greatest stories I've found this year that have rocked my socks. Moving on then to some stories that have never been documented before. But one of the earlier ones from this year, we all remember Rendlesham Forest, uh, don't we, Mike? Yeah. Rendlesham Forest, as you know, uh, is a forest in a place called Rendlesham. And on the, uh, I think it was the, it was December in the 80s. It was December in the 80s. Yeah. Well done, mate. Your research is absolutely thorough, as usual. You've left no stone unturned. Yeah. Rendlesham Forest, a forest in Rendlesham, and it was a Sunday in the 80s. I don't know if it was a Sunday. During that time, um, army people saw bright lights, and that's become a very famous case now. If you're not sure about it, you can Google Rendlesham Forest in the 80s aliens and see about it. We all know about that, but check this out. Paranormal investigators have returned to the scene of the crime and spotted more strange activity at a place dubbed the UK's Roswell. Uh, Over the course of October 8th and 9th, a group known as Ghost Tech Paranormal Investigations spent time in the Rendlesham Forest searching for alien activity. To their surprise, they spotted what they believed was a UFO and even obtained footage. As the bright lights of a UFO were seen in the distance, their walkie-talkies stopped working and there was not one bird, squirrel, owl or any wildlife seen during their investigation. Wait, hang on, you just said, you made that, because you, I mean, usually my job's to mumble. Yeah. We all know I'm, I'm, and I, 
I mumble, and you say, what did you say? And I'm, I mumble. Well, that time you said bird, squirrel, owl. owl. That's basically one word. Yeah. Which is the sort of thing I would say when I'm in the sound room, and I, I have to do take after take after take, because I got, I got too many teeth for my small mouth. And the moustache gets in the way. You've got no excuse. It was a bird, squirrel, owl. No, read the whole sentence. There was not one bird, squirrel, owl. No, 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 no. You guys, there was not one bird, squirrel, owl. Yeah. There was not one bird, squirrel, or owl. So we know there's like three things. Not a bird, squirrel, owl. That's not the same. Should try again. Should try again. Like you say, like if you said catfish. Yeah. Right. You wouldn't mean no, but you wouldn't mean a catfish unless you did mean a catfish. Then you'd have to say cat or fish. Cat or fish. So if you have like a cattlefish, if you say cattlefish, then who it's... said cattlefish? Because you said it. You... I said cat or fish. And it was a cuttlefish, not a cattlefish. What's a cattlefish? You eat like birds eat the bones of them. Like birds eat the bones. <laughs> of them. It's like. Um... Do you mean a cuttlefish? You put in like a, with a budgery case. Yeah. yeah. So I'll try the sentence again. Try it again. As the bright lights of the UFO were seen oh, in the... Oh, not the whole thing. Cut to the money shot. Come on. Their walkie-talkies stopped working and that there was... We no... know that. So Just get to the bit about the animals you keep messing up all the time. I the... know you swore then. Okay. There was not one bird, squirrel, owl, no wildlife seen during the investigation. Is that better? There was not... Give me the, give me the sheet. Where's it's the, the second. It's the second one that I've... Where? See, where I've put a round... I've drawn around and it's that by there. Right. There was not one bird, mm -hmm. squirrel. Mm. You've, you've written it wrong, that's why. There was not one bird, squirrel, owl, no wildlife. What, what should it be? There was not one bird, yeah. squirrel, yeah. owl, in fact, no wildlife. You can say that, in fact, no wildlife. I, I, can't, I can't speak. I'm, I'm trying to, I can't even say that word. Shall I try it now? Shall I try it now? Just poorly written. <clears throat> take, what take is this? Doesn't matter. Okay. As the bright lights of a UFO... Don't start from the top again. Okay, where do I... Where Don't I start? start, I've got to go Where's back it? to the house. Just, I wish I'd mentioned it, to be honest. That, Just, that. yes. Okay. Action. There was not one bird, squirrel, or owl, or any wildlife seen during the investigation. That's close enough. So that is one of the biggest cases of the year. The end of that one, there's some more. Um, this time we all saw UFOs moving through the trees and again captured them on film, but this time much more clearer than before. And Where's the photographs? They're online and this doesn't... I can't get a signal on this because it's paper. Okay, let's go to the next story now. Again, I've, um, I've, just, I've just gathered a few stories off the net for this Christmas podcast here and it's going really well. Um, and I'm just giving you a few... Uh, yeah, well, yeah, come on. Okay. Bigfoot on Mars. Alien hunters make shock claim of Yeti skull found on Red Planet. Now, what do you think of that, Mike, as a headline? Strong. Paranormal investigators claim to have found a head resembling that of a bizarre alien or even the fabled Bigfoot from Earth laying on the Martian surface. As if. As if that happened. I'll wait till you hear this. Just days after a man alleged to have found a fossilised Bigfoot head in Utah, claims have surf surf surfaced online of the same relics spotted in images being back to Earth by NASA's Curiosity rover four-wheel drive space probe. It's currently exploring the Barron's planet surface. So uh, if you can imagine... It's um, the Barron's planet surface. Which Barron? Mars. Do you mean the Barron planet? Um, because it's not a Barron's planet, is it? The Martian surface. 
Claims to serve on the same problems. Where did I see? I don't know where I said. Ah, right. It's currently exploring the barren planet's there we go. surface. So, Mike, Bigfoot, um, you know, chock-a-block amongst woods and forests in the UK. It's gone up to space. What? Where do you stand on that? Well, so, I mean, very much in the same place I stand on the on terrestrial version, really. Yeah. There's been absolutely no evidence of it whatsoever. Until this has it's come It's never on. been seen, documented, interviewed, captured, yeah. photographed, filmed. Yeah. You know. Who could hold their breath long enough to interview him in space? Me. So that's the three hottest stories Why of... Why do you need to hold your breath, though, in human space? Well, there's no air in space, is there? So you would have to... Is that how you think it works? Well, that's what... All right. Explain to me, if Mr... If they go to Mars, then, mate, it takes like six months to get there. Yeah. That's they, the next yeah. stage of human exploration. Mm -hmm. You think they're going to hold the breath for six months, do you? Like well, no, because up? you go in a spaceship, don't you? Yeah. Spaceship's full of air, right? That, it's not getting there, it's no problem. It's when you go outside. You take your air with you, don't you? Looking around. Right. Back in. Oh, that is barren, mate. You'd be dead in literally seconds. If you didn't hold your breath, but watch. Are you in an airlock now? Because as soon as you, as soon as you open that door, all that air's out. I've right? closed the door behind me. Right, okay, you're in an airlock. So there's enough air here. Okay, right? go on. Second door's open in the airlock. Got a lock round. It's pretty All barren. this air's been evacuated now, it's all gone out. No, the door behind me's closed. Right. That doesn't matter. Right, go back and shut the door. There's no, no, no air in there now. Oh, it's pretty barren out there, lads. Space travel, one of my expertise um, departments. One of your expertise there. Yeah. Stories of mirth, mystery, intrigue and merriment. Yes, they're Christmas-based paranormal stories that I've searched out that have not been documented in the UK before. This is a first for both paranormal lovers, Christmas lovers and lovers of any kind. I'm a lover. Mm, and I am as well. So let's delve deeper in, into the world of mirth. Mystery. Merriment. Intrigue. Intrigue. Mystery. Sexuality. Possibly. Right, go find this one. Crack on. Budget hotel is hotbed of abduction distress for customers. A budget hotel in Newton Abbott is a hotbed for alien abduction after six guests complained of a strange happenings on Christmas Eve. Staff of the unnamed inn, who wish to remain nameless, claim customers have reported strange beings entering bedrooms, cases of missing time, and most frighteningly, nighttime abductions to a mothership manned by small, grey-skinned insect men. Well, why are they always men? Why are you such a sexist? We're going to say it was, it was staffed by aliens of... You know, gender-fluid aliens. Because I think they saw the front part of them. Did they have a ding though? Yeah. Fair enough. An unnamed member of staff said, at first we thought someone was pulling our leg, but by the time the third occupant had complained of visitations from another galaxy, we realised we had to take matters seriously. Of the six guests abducted on the 24th of December 2015, five are too scared to talk openly about what happened. But Italian businessman and regular visitor to Newton Abbott, Anthony Hopkins, opened up to the press with an in-depth description of what had happened. As a businessman, I regularly stay in Newton Abbott on business trips because I want to make loads of money to buy loads of stuff for my family because in Italy we have an old saying, don't Skimp. on Christmas. Christmas. 
But this experience is making me have doubts about future business trips. Hopkins, 56, a self-employed Christmas decorator, went on to... What is a Christmas decorator? So when you have, like, um, Christmas, you have a tree and you have all the baubles and all the... Mm. Don't you have an Italian round of yours at Christmas to put it all up? What, call Anthony Hopkins? Any name. I had one called Guido last year, you know. And they come round and they just they put all the tinsel and stuff up. It's Ooh. massive in Italy. Ooh. It's really big over here. Hopkins, 56, a self-employed Christmas decorator, went on to describe his nightmare ordeal. I decided to retire to my room after a hard day doing baubles and bunting. And after a hot bath and a meal, I retired around 6.30pm. Around 2am, I was awoken by a strange clicking sound, which I put down to central heating issues. Shortly afterwards, I sensed a strong smell of walnuts, and then it happened. What happened? What do you think happened? Well, know how your mind works. You got abducted, probed, and then dumped back a couple of days later. Should we, should we, should, should I take you back there? So if I say, and then it happened, and you say, did he get abducted, probed, and dumped back? Go on. I was awoken by a strange clicking sound, which I put down to central heating issues. Shortly afterwards, I sensed a strong smell of walnuts, and then it happened. What do you mean? What happened? Right, no, so when, when that bit happens, like we said just then, even if you don't believe it... I don't believe it. Just for the sake of me now, for my sake, it's Christmas. I don't believe Just, just, okay. Act intrigued and say, was he abducted, probed, and then dumped back in his hotel room? Thanks. Uh, I was awoken by a strange clicking sound, which I put down to central heating issues. Shortly afterwards, I sensed a strong smell of walnuts, and then it happened. Was he? Was he abducted, probed, and like dumped back in his hotel room or something? Um, I've lost my place. Um, it's just a theory, yes, isn't it? Yes. There we go. So that's that case. This story is exclusive to the Unexplainers. Mirth. Mystery. Merriment. Intrigue. And look at the... Let's go. Mike, brace your belt buckles and tighten up your elf hat because here we go. Haunted Christmas dinner sends chilling message to family. Where do you stand on that? I don't know yet, Right. A family in Rochester, Kent, have had Christmas ruined for the third year on the trot after repeat visitations from a vindictive spirit that channels its message of hatred and spite through the medium of their festive feast. The Fauntleroy family, originally from Mallettsonia Falls in Lesotho, relocated to Kent in 2015 after 56-year-old father of four David Littlelord was offered relocation... David Littlelord Fauntleroy. Yeah, and that's amazing that you mention that because you've not read any of this. Mike has not read any of this and knows their names. Well, he told me they were called the Fauntleroys, and then you say his name is David Littlelord. And that's amazing, because they're called the Fauntleroys, and his name is David Littlelord. Have you already told me that, though? Uh, Littlelord was offered relocation from his employer's legal firm, Horsepipe and Snogget. It was the dream situation, said Fauntleroy, 56. My career was starting to move in the right direction, and the whole family jumped at the chance of relocating to Rochester, especially as it's so friendly and has some really adequate facilities. Things went well in the Fauntleroy's luxury 10-bedroom bungalow until Christmas Day 2015, when what should have been a feast of mirth and merriment turned into a cooked dinner from hell. Intrigued, Mike? You will be. We'd opened all the presents, got loads of stuff, because Mum and Dad don't... Skin. ...on Christmas. And we were about to tuck into roast turkey with all the trimmings, said 14-year-old firstborn Fauntleroy, Garethy. 
Garethy. Yeah. Garethy Fauntleroy. Mm-hmm. Garethy Fauntleroy. He's just a Fauntleroy. I thought maybe they changed names at the gate. No, it's definitely Fauntleroy. Garethy Fauntleroy. Garethy Fauntleroy. Garethy's a more like a rich person, or some of them, sort of the gentry would, the, a full Gareth would be Garethy. But it's, it's a very, oh, it's, right. it's not a common name. I'd be like Michael Lee. You'd be Johnny. Yeah. Jonathy. 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 Thank you. That's when it happened. Mum was about to pass Dad the carving knife and out of nowhere, a blood-curdling voice told us all to bog off. Then blood started spraying out of the potatoes. All the sprouts and bread sauce went up in the air and started screaming. And as for the Christmas pud, it grew a face, then told my gran she was a bitch. The family was so terrified... (laughs) The family was so terrified, they called in a local priest who was immediately thrown through a plate glass window by a honey-glazed side of gammon. Christmas was ruined and has been the same every year since, said Fauntleroy's wife, Janine, 78. But I'm determined not to let it ruin this year's festivities, to cries of huzzah from the entire Fauntleroy clan. David Little Lord Fauntleroy, 58, also said he was intrigued by the goings-on and puts it down to the ghost of a previous resident, a local miser who was renowned in the community for his hatred of anything Christmassy. The Fauntleroys were unavailable for any further comment. So that's a first for the internet. Is that it? Yeah. It's the third and final big one. I wasn't gonna. I wasn't gonna do this, but you've been so good this year, Mike. You can read out Britain's most intriguing mystery of the year, because Michael, the honour is upon you this Christmas to read the flying pub landlord and part-time exorcist who's called time on festive spirits. Take it away, Mike, and let's all have a big round of applause for Mike, everyone. <laughs> Woo! 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 Happy Christmas, Woo! everyone. Happy Christmas. Woo! Woo! Take it away, Mike. Now this is hot. This is hot stuff. Hot, hot, hot. Flying pub land. You, you, you missed the deal on landlord. Firstly, you got a landlord. They're called in Exeter. They call them landlords. Right. It's a colloquialism. Landlords. Good word for you. Thank you. A pub landlord can part-time exorcist in Exeter. That's hard to say, isn't it? It's tricky that. But you're doing you're doing really a well. A pub landlord can part-time exorcist in Exeter has discovered an untapped skill after performing his 700th exorcism on Christmas Eve. The ability to actually fly. Turn that page over, Mike, because it only gets even more mysterious. Intriguing. Murph. Se- Merriment. 78-year-old publican come part-time exorcist. Don't mock what you don't understand. 78-year-old publican come part-time exorcist Marty Pello. Yeah. Who runs Exit the Drinking Hole, The Wishing Well. Yeah. I've been there for a drink. Is renowned in his local area for not just pulling pints, but also pulling evil spirits from the demonically possessed. What's that you say, Mike? A pub landlord who can also do exorcisms. Well, I, I didn't say. I'm, re- I'm reading. Well, I think it's coming said. out of your mouth. Pello78 yeah. said, I started off doing the exorcisms after some of the lads in the back bar did a Ouija board that went a bit wrong back in 1978. Ever since then, I've gone from strength to strength. I've done cleansings on dogs, kids, even the local vicar. And I've seen some things in my time. Yes. But I never dreamt levitation would be a side effect. And neither did we. Read on, my friend. It all happened last Christmas when one of the drinkers started complaining of a class two demonic possession. It was really getting in the way of his Christmas festivities. It's happened to the best of us. We shut up shop, tied him to the bed as usual and began the standard routine. Eight hours in, and Jed was right as rain. Mm. Demon-free and able to have a lovely Christmas day. I went about my business doing a family dinner and opening loads of presents, because down here in Devon, 
we don't skimp on Christmas. And by the time EastEnders special came on, I noticed I was four foot above me sofa. Mm -hmm. West Country, you see. So he said, I was four foot above me sofa. All right, okay. Colloquialism. I went about my business doing a family dinner and opening loads of presents because down a year in Devon, we don't skimp on Christmas. And by the time EastEnders. I went about my business doing a family dinner and opening loads of presents because down here in Devon, we don't skimp on Christmas. And by the time EastEnders special came on, I noticed I was four foot above me sofa. West country colloquialism. Pello's wife, Janine, 78, said, nothing shocks me anymore. That was until I saw this. At first he was floating all over the place, but within the hour, he mastered his newfound skill. It's really handy for reaching the high shelves. Pello, 78, rounded up his experiences by saying it was proper brilliant. <laughs> the Pellos are no longer available for comment. That's None of those stories have ever been documented before. You come here for all the best stuff. All the best stuff. Yes, yeah, so... Uh, Mark's out of ten. That one? Mm. I'll give you two. For... Okay. okay. So that's been it from us this year. Another classic Christmas. Um, you've followed the advent calendar right up to Christmas Day, and this is the big chocolate at the end of the calendar. And boy, oh boy, what a treat. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say I can't thank you enough, but I don't know most of you. Chocolate. What I would say is, if you love the unexplainers, why wouldn't you? for an absolute treat because series four of the radio series will, will be on the Unexplainers Extra podcast very shortly. That is very true. For those of you who follow the Unexplainers Extras podcast, you'll know every time we broadcast a show on the big boy radio, it eventually comes down to you on the internet style, whatever that yeah, thing is. Uh, so yeah, keep in touch with that. Other than just, you know, there's the, uh, there's the website as well. There's a website as well. You can check there's the Twitter feed. And of course, the big news is... The big news. long last. Very big news coming through The TV now series is out yet, in 2019. Not yet, because been, been um, Don't mention that bit yet. Just keep that down. No, it's all been... It hasn't been signed off yet. It has been signed off. It hasn't been quite signed off yet. Nothing, the lawyers haven't... So let's just... Nothing quite signed off yet, so let's just remember the radio station is coming up to the. It's been agreed, though. It's all been... It's on paper. The TV series has been not, agreed. Not, not, not yet. And they talked about not, the figures, didn't they? They've, they've, they've spoken about figures, but I haven't, the money hasn't gone in the bank yet, so... I just bought a new car. What? Uh, six, six weeks ago. Wow. Uh -huh. What did you get on? Did you just buy that on a credit card or something? Just gone out and... At least, didn't I? At least a new car. How much car? have you spent on the car? It doesn't matter. How much have you spent? 280 a month. Two hundred eighty a month. Two hundred. Two hundred eighty pounds a month. Because you told me it was all sorted. No, I said until it all gets. You said we're finally hit the big time, mate. No, this is a lot more money than the radio until said to me. Until they've signed the dotted lines, don't don't do anything brash. I'm not going to Antigua until they've signed everything. I told you that. You told me it was all done. No, back I in, said, you said until back at the beginning of November, you said it was all sorted for next year. So the radio series will be coming to the Unexplainers Extra podcast and. The, um, that's that's probably about it. There won't be any other big news yet because nothing's been signed on the dotted line yet. And ring him, ring him, ring him. I haven't got a telephone number. Do you think they'd call? Do you think they'd let me call the front desk? Make the girl's number. You dropped me an email. Have you told any? Have you told your wife how much? I told her bought a new car. What? How much? What? She not I told you. I said don't do anything. Don't move. Mate, I've been doing this for ten years, right? I quit my teaching job only ten years ago, and she's been been living off her essentially. I said I'm going to treat it to a new car because it's all going well. You know, if it doesn't go through now, you've. Oh. <clears throat> um, we're not. Um, guys, do you want to uh, run the VT? Should we just do the VT now? 
because yeah, soft the, can't. The, the, um, the, this, uh, the song. Um, so remember, guys, uh, that that uh, radio series is coming to the Unexplainers Extra podcast, and there's not much else going on because nothing's been signed on the dotted line yet. So let's go all out for Christmas with this year's Unexplainers Christmas special. That's right, we are going live to St. Tabernacle's Schoolboy Choir of St. Winifred's in Gloucestershire Cathedral of Cathedrals, live to the boys singing a Christmas hit. Take it away, guys, and Merry Christmas, one and all, unexplained or not. Ho, ho, ho. Happy New Year, everybody. And uh, may all you dream for come true. And uh, well done to everybody. You've got a lot of explaining to do when you get home. Well done, everybody, guys. That'll be fine. You know the alarm codes, mate? <sighs> yeah. Right, John, let's do a trailer, come on. Okay, here we go. The demon seed is happening. It's now, it's here. It's about to open your mind to a whole new world of paranormal existence, mysteries, intrigue. Yeah. Well, it's just that. It's, it's yeah. things that, you know, is you talking about things that can't be explained. Yeah. And then me, me explaining them. Unlike any other show that's been done, especially mm. between the two of us ever. Oh, um, yeah, nothing like anything we've done previously. If you want to waste half an hour, then just just, just click the link that will take you to this thing. And it, and it might be longer than that. Yeah. And, and it might be shorter than that. Yeah. But it'll, be, it'll be around that, that length of time. I've got it. I've got it. Go on. I haven't got much on. Listen to the Demon Seed. Yeah. And that's it. That's Walk it. in the dog. Listen, listen to, the to the Demon Seed. Seed. And we can do it together. Yeah, yeah. So. Walk in the dog. Listen, listen to, to the demon seed. Listen to the demon seed. Washing up. There we go. Listen, listen to the to demon, the demon seed. seed. Paint in the wall. Listen to, listen to the demon seed. seed. Um, I, haven't got, I don't know many people. 
listen to the listen demon, to the demon seed. seed um, um don't don't like mixing i want to stay in tonight listen to the listen demon, to the demon seed. seed um you've been no, kicked uh, off by your missus because she yeah. found out you've been fiddling with next door uh you live sleeping the in the wife. car yeah listen, listen to the demon, to the demon seed. seed um uh, had a power cut and i haven't got anything to do Listen, your yeah. earbuds still work because your phone yeah. was charged up. Yes, listen yes. to the demon listen seed. Listen to the demon seed. Um, car broken down on the side of a motorway. Listen, L- no, 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 be careful with that. Okay, because you've it... got to be aware of traffic and stuff. Oh, right. How about this? How about this? Car broken down on the side of the motorway, safely gone behind the barrier on the hard shoulder away from the car and called the authorities. And then listen, listen to the demon to seed. The demon seed. Yeah. That is a good Cross, trailer. crossing the road. Don't listen to the demon Press seed. Pause. Yeah. Cross get the road the safely. Side. Yeah, get to the other side. And Go then... the pavement again. Listen to the demon seed. Demon seed, yeah. Um, what other things are Go there? on an hour-long walk. Listen to the demon listen seed. To but then the last sort of 15 minutes plus... Just listen just to bird song. To nature. Listen to, yeah, just listen to bird song. You miss out a lot sometimes by, by having headphones on. You miss out yeah. a lot. Worried about being asked for spare change by homeless people? Listen to the demon seed. Listen to the demon seed. Listen to the demon seed, yeah. Or pretend, uh, just... You, just pretend listening to the DMC. Yeah, classic. On a train, uh, looking out the window. Yeah. Listen to the... In, in a quiet DMC. carriage, make sure it's very quiet. Yeah. You don't want none of this... Although we haven't got any drummer bass in the DMC. No, I can get some in. I'm working on a track at the moment, actually. Well, I don't, because it'll... Yeah, that's true. Might ruin it. trains in it. Okay. All right, well, I think we've given them a good... A pretty good roundup of what to... How to use well, the reset a punchy 15 seconds, so that, that's, that should nail it. That's right in there. That is top of the chart. That was, that was perfect. Well done. Brilliant. 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 Thanks, Reese. No problem. Producer Reese, though. I like the way the standards are so low. That was if you If you're producer Reese, you know, listen to the demon seat. You'll have to because he's doing the edit. Yeah. <laughs>